At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a game day edition. Hornets continuing their six-game Western Conference road trip in Portland tonight, taking on the Trail Blazers who are struggling quite frankly at the moment. They've lost seven in a row. Hornets are flying high after a big win over San Antonio and now getting some good news on the health and safety protocol front. They will have LaMelo Ball back at least out of the protocols and back rejoining the team. Whether or not he will actually be with the squad, that remains to be seen, but suffice it to say some good news continuing to come the Hornets way. We'll discuss all of this with a good friend here of the HHC, Nick Carbone joining us once again. He's the sports director for WCNC. You see him nightly in the Queen City. Nick, welcome back to the Hornets Hivecast. Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me, and uh, hope it's all going well out there out west. Good win the other night. We are definitely enjoying it so far. We are going to go deep into the health and safety protocols and the great news here that both LaMelo Ball and Ish Smith will be rejoining the team, so we'll, we will be getting to that in segment two. But want to start off going back to the game the other night against San Antonio. It was a significant one. Hornets taking on a Spurs team that, while a little lackluster in their record, they were 10-16 and 16 entering the game. It's a solid squad. It's a Greg Popovich coach team. They're very deep. They've got a, an offense where they can come at you from a lot of different ways. And suffice it to say, the Hornets, you know, put it away fairly early, got off to an outstanding start, highest scoring quarter of the season, great performance individually from Gordon Hayward, but really collectively, they all made it happen. There's a lot of ways to approach it. I know you were following the game closely as part of your broadcast. Give me some of the the things that stood out to you from the win over San Antonio. I think when you put it in the context of bringing guys like Jalen McDaniels and Mason Plumlee back from that health and safety protocol and this team getting through that stretch that 
I think at least myself from the outside of the organization looked at when LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, and others got knocked out into that health and safety protocol, really worried about what that stretch would look like. How many games would it be? What would the team's record be through those games? And it had nothing to do with not trusting the team. It was just the the players that were going to be absent, both from the starting lineup and the the bench rotation, were so significant. So it kind of capped that nicely, and it looks like everybody will be back, at least in theory, and and LaMelo, if he doesn't play tonight, you know, hopefully soon after. It capped off a a nice kind of weathering the storm, I thought, of getting through that period where even the games that they lost, except for the Dallas game, uh, I thought they played pretty well overall. Anyway, good from three moving the basketball lots of assists 34 assists on uh, 51 baskets so those things stood out as a team and then obviously gordon's night was was spectacular and, and hopefully a harbinger of things to come i wouldn't want him to score 41 every night well i would but don't expect it but uh if he can if he can be that efficient uh, and aggressive uh, a little more often that would be great for this team well sticking with gordon you know one thing that stood out to me about him i i think him and the other veterans who helped weather this storm deserve a lot of credit for doing a lot in those five games one many of them played out of position cody martin was kind of listed as the point guard but really gordon hayward was the primary playmaker he had several games where he had seven eight nine assists and that means he's looking to get guys in their best position but also passing up on maybe some of his his potential shots. It's very difficult to be the primary scorer when you're also the primary distributor. Very few can can do that and keep both numbers extremely high. And that's quite frankly not Gordon Hayward's typical role. He's typically the finisher on plays. He's the one trying to get to his spots. And yeah, he shares the basketball well, but he's not the primary guy in charge of doing it. Here in this game against San Antonio, we saw what he does in his primary role. He, he was on point he was shooting the ball extremely well from the field from three from the free throw line and his teammates started to look for him and he still had three assists which is right around the number you would expect him to have night in night out maybe a little more than that I thought it was an occasion to behold how good of a scorer Gordon Hayward can be it's the first 40 point game for any Hornet this season Um, so that was one thing that really stood out to me is we got to see Gordon Hayward back doing Gordon Hayward things and it makes me at least appreciate all that much more what he was able to do helping this team weather the storm with all the point guards out. Um, But now back to his normal role. Hopefully he's uh, in even better position to continue on this trek. Yeah, and I think that those are all good points that I think he can use this night to propel himself forward a little bit in the shooting department anyway. I mean, he's a tick down in his percentages this year and and he even said it himself after the game that he could use that as a boost. So when you're seeing the ball go in the basket, that many times relative to how many times you shot it. I mean, 15 of 19, five of six from three, that's got to help. I don't care what level you play at. I don't care what you've done in the past. If you're scuffling in that department a little bit, or at least not up to your standard, which I know was frustrating for him, it had to be a night that could help him going forward. And uh, would love to see him kind of come out with the, in that same mode in this next game with LaMelo out or even just coming back because they're still going to need Gordon to kind of score those points and provide that offense. And one thing worth noting is while Gordon Hayward's percentage shooting percentages are slightly down from where they were last season they're up significantly from his numbers overall in his career so coming to Charlotte has certainly brought out some of the better shooting days from Gordon Hayward two other quick hitters on on the game the other night one was defensively even though they gave up a lot of points I think that had more to do with pace than anything else I thought they looked a lot better with Mason Plumlee there anchoring 
doing things at the back end. A lot of nights, the uh, plus-minus column, I think, is very revealing for Mason. I don't think it was so much the other night uh, as he was a minus 11 in the game. Um, but just talking to coaches, talking to players, talking to staff members after the game, they continue to remark that, wow, the rotations look better, the defense looks better from the starters, and the start was much better having Mason back. Yeah, I think as much as, you know, fans might point to the box scores every night and say, well, he didn't have a double-double or, or he didn't do this and the opposing center did that, I think you saw and felt the presence missed. I mean, those two games against Philly where Joel Embiid really had his way down low and, and the young rotational bigs did some good things. And P.J. Washington, I mean, just so much credit to him for being his size and playing above that so many times down low. He's not always able to have that effect that a seven-footer, somebody that's athletic and somebody that can do some of the things Mason Plumley can do, has out there. That was definitely missed. You know, we'll see what they do at that position going forward, but Plumley, regardless of what they do, I think is somebody they'd still like to keep. Even if the team went out and got a, a different starting center, I'd, I'd love to see him stick around on this roster because I do think he provides a lot for them that we just didn't see over that six-game stretch. Last but not least, we saw, in my opinion at least, the benefits of the balance of this offense. The Hornets are not dependent on one superstar. They don't have a Kevin Durant or a Steph Curry that really has to go off for the team to succeed. Uh, they, in certain respects, mimic the Spurs, who also had six players in double figures. But I think the difference is Charlotte has a couple of guys who have shown and are capable of 30 or 40-point nights. The other night it was Gordon Hayward, who was the hot hand, and his teammates were all looking for him. But we've seen this from Bridges. We've seen this from Oubre consistently throughout uh, this, this five-game spell with all the players out for health and safety protocols. He was brilliant, scoring 20 points a night, night in, night out. We saw the other night what happens when you have a, a star like that. Even if you get just modest efforts from say a Terry Rozier who had 13 or Miles Bridges had 19 that's right at his scoring average PJ Washington had 12 you only need one guy to pop if everyone else is consistently contributing and I think that's something that's really special about this team is you don't know where it's going to come from the other night it was Gordon Hayward and Cody Martin tonight uh, against the Portland Trailblazers it might be PJ Washington and maybe if he plays LaMelo Ball or it could be Miles Bridges and Terry Rozier that balance plus the added boost that anyone can go off for 20 5, 30, 40 points on any given night makes the Hornets just that much more dangerous than a conventional team that maybe is really centered around Steph Curry or or, or that, that role on that team has to be great or that team might struggle offensively. I'm smiling listening to you say that, Sam, because uh, it wasn't too long ago that this team just did not have that ability. It wasn't too long ago that it was, well, hopefully Kemba has a great, great night. Right now, we have seen in the early portion of this season, the guys you mentioned have big, big monster games and not just one game, but but stretches. And that's why I'm hopeful that Gordon Hayward can do the same right now. You mentioned Terry Rozier. You know, he's been slowed down at times because of the, the injuries and, and then being out in protocol. But you know full well that he can go off and he didn't really need to Wednesday night. He, he was efficient. He distributed, but Gordon was the one with the hot hand, so they rode that. It's a nice problem to have, to have all these guys that are options each and every night and that can go off. And Cody Martin's been a great player for this team, too. And and offensively, he's surprised just about everybody. Just another efficient night for him the other night. A little bit overshadowed by Gordon, obviously, but, but 21 for Cody Martin on 8 of 13 and 4 of 4 from beyond the arc. And nearly 10 rebounds is nothing to sneeze at either. Just so impressed with him and, and like you said, the balance and the, the variety of options that this team 
is going into every game with now as as they're healthy, and that helps them compete with some of the top-level teams in the league. And as you indicated, those options are becoming more plentiful because we got good news from the health and safety protocol front. We'll talk about that next with our guest Nick Carboni of WCNC in the Queen City as we roll along here on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta. I could have gotten my hearing aids anywhere, but going to a doctor who could find a set that fit my lifestyle was a good idea. Music sounds as clear now as when I listen to it on cassette tapes. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offers a wide variety of hearing aids. With affordable pricing and credit options, our patients can find hearing care that is right for them. Hear like you once did. Call 704-295-3000 to schedule an appointment. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, they just make sense. Sam Farber and Nick Carboni of WCNC. You can see him as part of the nightly sportscast there and covering all kinds of stuff as well on our flagship station, Sports Radio FNZ, part of their Panthers coverage as well. Always glad to have Nick with us here on the Hornets Hivecast. Nick, great news for the Hornets in the last 24 hours. LaMelo Ball, as well as Ish Smith, are going to rejoin the Hornets. They've been officially recalled. Some of it's just kind of bookkeeping work, to be perfectly honest. But they will rejoin the team in Portland, and they will have at least LaMelo Ball listed on the injury report. He's questionable as of the time of this recording as he returns from health and safety protocols, but just another step forward in the right direction. The Hornets performed really well. I thought maybe their best game of the season against San Antonio, even without LaMelo Ball, but what in your mind does it mean for this team to get him back for either tonight's game against Portland or certainly for the games moving forward. Yeah, Sam. I mean, he is just the elevator. He is that type of player that can lift this team to different heights. I mean, we talked in the last segment about all the players on this team that can go off on any given night. LaMelo just helps make that happen in an entirely different way with the way he distributes the basketball, with the way he's been rebounding this year and getting them into the offense that they love, which is the the run the run game, the fast break game. So, uh, you know, it, it was a tease to see him in the, the Milwaukee game, a uh, hard-fought game where he just went toe-to-toe with Giannis Antetokounmpo. So it was kind of a tease to see him in that game and then – have to be out for six games and hopefully he's okay and we'll see how long it takes him to get back into form but that game gave you so much hope and optimism for what this team could be with him on it it's good to see him back on it again he's one of those players that makes everybody around him better some interesting things over the last six games for the Hornets without LaMelo Ball and I agree with you he is the elevator of this offense he, he makes it such a, a quicker pace makes him more of a threat anywhere on the floor he'll throw the ball from underneath his own defensive basket to the offensive basket and hit a guy in stride for an alley-oop dunk I mean he's just capable of passes that no one else is willing to attempt or has the possibility of completing but that said it's not as if the offense did not perform without him there Charlotte in its last six games they only went three and three so they had a better record with LaMelo rather than without LaMelo so this is no way to say we don't want LaMelo back out there running the show we absolutely do but it's more to speak to the talent that this team has assembled around him over the course of the entire season Hornets are averaging 115 points per game that's top three in the NBA without him over the last six games that actually went up 118 points per game now they shot the ball really well some of that is shot luck some of that is you know certain players were getting hot I don't know that you could 
could depend on everyone to shoot 40% from three-point range and 50% from the field consistently over the course of an entire season. But it is worth noting out that they did shoot the ball better in that six-game spread than they have over the entirety of the season. I'm with you. I don't think you reinvent the wheel. And I think that's an advantage here for the Hornets. You know, you look at Dallas. They've been playing without Luka Doncic the last couple of games. They really play very different basketball with him versus without him. And whether or not they would be able to consistently win performing in a, in a different way, I, I think you have to question that because if that was true, then why would you play differently for Luke or why would you you know not investigate that further? For the Hornets, I think they play very much the same way. They just don't play as fast without LaMelo. But, you know, if, God forbid, you know, you had to go through another stretch without LaMelo or Terry or Gordon or anyone else, this team is much more set up to handle that, both through the depth of the roster and the fact that everyone seems to have bought in and be has the ability to play in this style. Yeah, and we saw that, you know, right away. I think we were, I was surprised. I'm sure you weren't. I mean, you're around this team a lot more than me. But when they started this stretch without LaMelo and others at Atlanta that night and then home against Philly in those two games, and we saw, and then the, the game against Sacramento, we saw James Booknight and JT Thor and these other players step up into roles that they weren't even close to being in before that time in the season and just be able to plug and play and play well and within what James Brago wants to do. It just speaks to really what he's layered here for the last four years, better part of four seasons, is that guys, if they buy in, you can step in right away and be competitive regardless of who you lose. I mean, you want to mitigate it a little bit, but it was very impressive to me that those players were able to step in, and I think that speaks to their role in their development and obviously the coach's role in their development as well. Well, we will see if LaMelo Ball does indeed make his return tonight. Again, as of the recording of this podcast, all that we know is that LaMelo Ball and Ish Smith, you know, again, the paperwork part of this have been officially recalled from the Greensboro Swarm. They were not playing with Greensboro. They were, there was more of a, where can they get some consistent practice and run and get back into the flow here as they return to the Hornets. But that is the bookkeeping part of this. They will rejoin the team here in Portland for tonight's game against the Trailblazers. It's a very, very late tip time. We appreciate everyone who's going to tune in super late on the Hornets radio network for a 10 p.m. tip-off. Charlotte taking on the Portland Trailblazers as they continue this six-game road trip and try and move uh, back above 500 overall on the road trip and inch closer to 500 overall on the road as well. Charlotte right now in a top eight position, solidly so. They're somewhat within striking distance of making it to the top four. If they have a good remainder of this trip, we'll see. But next step is a battle against Dame Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Nick Carboni and I will set that one up for you with our preview segment coming up next here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new New and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. 
Sam Farber and Nick Carboni, the sports director for WCNC in the Queen City, here with you today on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast. Nick, it is game preview time. We'll have you select a player to watch for each team as well as a statistic to watch. But generally speaking, Hornets seem to have some momentum at their backs. They're not exactly on a long win streak right now. They performed fairly well recently. They've won two out of their last three. Really, the main storyline has been their ability to survive all the players' absence due to health and safety protocols, but Portland's got a lot of negativity swirling around it right now. There's, of course, a lot of conjecture out there, which uh, I'm not going to get into about who may or may not be on the trading block, but suffice it to say, the players who are out there are just not performing very well at this stage. They've lost seven in a row, I think 10 of their last 11 games. They are, however, a better home team. Most teams are. They're 10-7 and seven at home. Trailblazers just a miserable 1-11 and 11 on the road. They're the worst road team right now in the entire NBA. But all that being said, they're only a game out of a top-10 position. I, quite frankly, would be surprised if Portland, with this roster, did not finish ahead of Sacramento at the end of the year or a couple of the other teams out there. And they're only five games back of a top-six position, which I think is notable because we've seen teams in this new format already you know, go rather quickly from back first half to brilliant second half and make it into the plane or make it into the playoffs so I think Portland it'd be very premature to leave them for dead this is a dangerous team even with the losing stretch they've been on what is your top line item to watch for this game ahead of us tonight well I mean it's no surprise it's always Damian Lillard despite everything going on he's just the player that in this league that can still take over a game and as much as you can in the NBA single-handedly beat you other guys you look at obviously you know, down low with, with Nurkic and then Norman Powell. I mean, he's put together a collection of really good games. Obviously, McCollum is out right now. Nazir Little didn't have a great game his last time out, but he's a physical type player that I think could, you know, can hurt you in spots. But for me, it's it's Lillard, it's Nurkic, and then Powell is kind of the X factor there for this Portland team. It, to me, it's I, I know their record. I know what they're going through right now. I think they went to overtime with Phoenix, right? And uh, they're still the Portland Trailblazers. It's still Dame Lillard. That still scares me no matter what team they're putting on the floor against the Hornets. Biggest issue, I think, right now for Portland, you just look over their last couple of games, they're just not that deep. I think they were expected to be deeper. I think they thought Anthony Simons would take a, a big step this year, and in a certain respect, he has Ben McLemore, Robert Covington, guys that were supposed to be the depth for this team, just at least in the last game against Memphis, did not perform well at all. But let's get into our players and our stats to watch for this one. So you're the guest, Nick. Uh, what we're doing this year, you had to pick a player for each team and a stat to watch. We'll go one at a time. You're the guest, so you go first. Your stat to watch for tonight's game i would say gordon hayward's three-point shooting i would love to see another five three-pointers from gordon hayward that's my hornet stat to watch i guess let's see the trailblazers 15 rebounds for nurkic can we can we get him under that i, I guess eh, not 15 12 keep them under 12 rebounds don't have to stop just have to hope to contain right yeah that's right yeah they, they can win that way they, they're you know especially if Lamelo's back he's obviously going to jump those rebounding numbers up a bit the only reason i'm not as concerned about the rebounding is that while portland's a, a certainly a better rebounding team than the hornets are charlotte's one of the, the worst in the nba portland hasn't seemed to be a very big time offensive rebounding team they're a very good defensive rebounding team so i think if the hornets count on their shots to fall i do agree with you i think nurkic will 
will, will probably have a double-digit rebounding game just because that's what he does. He's one of the better rebounders in the NBA. But my stat to watch for this one is assists. I think the Hornets are, are just sharing the ball beautifully. I anticipate that's only going to get better here if and when LaMelo Ball returns and Ish Smith, for that matter. Having point guards doing point guard things will benefit the Hornets, no doubt about it. But I just like the way that they're sharing the ball collectively. P.J. Washington had a career high in assists the other night against San Antonio. So I'd like to see 30 assists again from the Hornets. That seems to be the, the bellwether for them when they get to 30 assists. They're very, very difficult to beat. So far this season, the Hornets have had nine games where they have had 30 or more assists, and they have won seven of those games. Uh, sorry, six of those games. So six and three when they have 30 or more assists. Suffice it to say, if they're at or around the 30 assist mark, this is a very, very difficult team to beat. Losing record when they don't have 30 assists. When you get to some of those lower numbers, 22 or less, Charlotte is just 3-5 and five on the season. So assists is a big one for me. I think 30 assists is, is, as usual, the target, and I think with LaMelo Ball coming back, should be even easier to reach it. How about players to watch? You get one for Portland, one for Charlotte. Go one at a time. Who do you like? I like P.J. Washington. I think he's done really well since he came back. You mentioned some of the, the distribution from him, and, and I think he's been efficient. I like the game he had in San Antonio. I'll say P.J. Washington. And uh, I'll go back with Norman Powell. I think he's been uh, you know a dangerous player for opponents for Portland lately and the Hornets are going to have to to try and watch him and and it's obviously a lot about Damian Lillard but Powell's the one that uh, is kind of his wingman right now. I like the picks. I especially like Powell. He was the one I had circled as uh, the, the top of my leaderboard. The nice thing about picking someone who's not Damian Lillard on a Lillard team is that it gives me the backup of always being able to say, well, let's just go with Dame Lillard. He has been struggling as of late. I, you can't get around that. Uh, Lillard in his last uh, three games, he has scored 20 in all of them, but he's only shooting 31%, and they've lost all three of those games. It's not just about how much he scores. It's about how efficiently he does it. Now, that said, if he continues to shoot the volume that he has been and he picks up uh, his, his accuracy, he's going to go for about, I don't know, a 40 or 50 point game here. He, he's just that good. But even back to the game that he played against Charlotte, he did not shoot the ball well. He was 5 of 20 from the field, 2 of 14 from 3, ended up with 14 points. His last game against Memphis, kind of a similar line. 6 of 21 from the field, was 5 of 11 at least from 3, only ended up with 21 points. If he shoots at a higher efficiency, he's going to end up with a 40 point game and that's when he really gets dangerous. But I think, you know, overall speaking, uh, he, he is certainly a key for the Portland Trailblazers. He is most definitely one to watch. My player to watch for this one, I'm going to go with Gordon Hayward again. And it's not so much I'm looking for another 40-point game because I think that's too much to expect of anyone outside of maybe Kevin Durant. There are very few guys in the history of the game that can score that efficiently, that consistently. But I'm looking just at Gordon Hayward to have an efficient contest. Whether or not the volume of shots are there is going to really be dictated by the defense. And that's the thing that's fun about this Hornets team is that the defense can say, well, we're, we just saw Gordon Hayward go for 40. Let's take him away. And they can alter their plan and say, great, Terry Rozier is going to have more one-on-one matchups. Or Miles Bridges is. Or LaMelo Ball is if he's able to play tonight. You know, they have so many different weapons. So I think the key for the Hornets, it's not so much to make sure that Gordon Hayward shoots the ball 20 times or scores 40 points. It's more so to make sure he's having one of his efficient games. If he does that, the Hornets are certainly going to be in a good position to win. I think if he shoots 535 or better on the season, the team is 5-2. and two. If he shoots 575, 
65 or better in terms of percentage or 600 or better, six out of every 10. They are unbeaten this year. So I don't know that he's going to necessarily replicate everything he did in San Antonio, but the efficiency part is the part of it that I have my eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Getting to his spot, and you mentioned it earlier, he's got a few spots on the floor at this point in his career. He does not miss, and he was attacking and attacking and attacking Wednesday night. It was a fun Gordon Hayward to watch on offense. Well, you can uh, hear the game live on Sports Radio FNZ and the Hornets Radio Network tonight. Again, tip-off is 10 p.m. Nick, you do the late-night sportscast. What do you do when the Hornets are still playing and you're in the middle of your latest newscast? Take the phone out with you, get the Hornets app, figure out what the score is at the time and deliver that. And not blowing smoke here, but on my way home, listening to you guys uh, call the game. So I kind of like these games because I do get to really just kind of relax for the ends of them instead of trying to worry about getting the the final result on the air. So uh, I don't know how you guys like it out there, but these are some of my favorite games to watch as the West Coast games because I'm up already. There you go. Well, well, we'll try and provide you a good call. And, of course, all the fans tuned in late night tonight, Hornets versus Trailblazers, a 10 p.m. Eastern tip-off. Last one fully on the West Coast here for this team. Uh, with that late of a tip-off, they are going to play Phoenix, but that one's not quite as late, seeing as it's a, a weekend game for Charlotte. So uh, still a late game, but only an 8 p.m. Eastern tip-off for that one against the Suns. But in any case, Nick, we appreciate you as always joining us here on the Hornets Hivecast. Look forward to watching you on WCNC. And fans, if you want to follow Nick on Twitter, he's at Nick Carboni WCNC. Keep an eye on him for all the latest on the Hornets, the Panthers, and everything going on in Charlotte. Nick. Thank you so much for joining us today on the HHC. Thanks, Sam. Good luck out there. And thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. A reminder, we'll have our post-game wrap-up edition of the Hornets Hivecast for you tomorrow, so make sure you're locked in for all the latest on Hornets basketball right here with the Hornets Hivecast. Till next time, for Nick Carboni, our producer Rob Longo, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.